What's up? I love coming to this church. Love coming here. It's a great church. What's up, Pastor Rick? That's my boy. I uh, send that video to Pastor Rick because I wanted you guys to see that uh, there are athletes that love God. Amen? You know, they love God. You know, they, they love the Lord. They represent the team they're playing for. They're playing today for that big old trophy, man, the Super Bowl. And, but there's also another name attached to it. It's the name they, of their team, but it's their name. They, they, they have a name. You know, I served for seven years as assistant chaplain to the Giants, and it was phenomenal. Loved doing it. Loved going to chapel with these big old dudes, man. You know, you start preaching, and next thing you know, brother say, amen, brother. You know, you praise God, you know. And I, yes, you know, I'm, I'm Pentecostal, so, you know, I, I, I just got to roll with it, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, these guys... You know, they have, there's a name attached to them. That's what I wanted you to get this morning. You know, uh, today they're playing for that trophy. But some of these guys that love God, when the camera comes before them, they'll tell them there's another name that's attached to them. That's the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See, I don't know about you, but I, see, I'm, I'm one of those holy rollers. Yeah, you know, I don't care if you like it, you don't like it, that's your problem. I'm a holy roller, you know. I love Jesus, you know. I know what Jesus has done for me. I used to be a junkie, you know. I lived homeless in cardboard boxes when I was 11 years old because my parents abandoned me, you know. I lived in, in, in abandoned buildings and woke up because rats were biting my feet. I was shooting dope and sticking people up, man. All my teeth were rotten, man. No more. <laughs> you know. You know, they're all implants, but they're mine. <laughs> See, God has a purpose for us. See, these guys, you know, there's a, there's a purpose for them. There's a purpose for me. I want to read a, read a verse for you. I can get myself together here. Okay? In um, Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. See, I, I love the, the, the message Bible says it a little differently. It says, he created each of us by Christ Jesus to join him in the work he does, the good work he has gotten ready for us to do. Work we have better be doing. See, when, when we were born, when I was born, you know, God already prepared something for me. I just had to get with his program. Right. Amen? Right. I had to get with his program, man. You know, I gave my life to the Lord when I was 27 years old. Couldn't read, couldn't write. Took the GD test six times. You know, I would go up there and say, oh, Mr. Alfonso, you back? I said, yeah, I'm back. What's the problem, man? You know, a bunch of haters. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. You know, you got a problem with it, man? You know? <laughs> I worked this thing, man, because I changed my name from walking down the block where people would say, there goes, there goes Willie Alfonso the dope fiend, to there goes Willie Alfonso the chaplain to the New York Yankees. Yeah. Amen? Where, where in my wildest dream 
did I think, you know, that that would happen. You know, there's a name attached to you. You know, Billy Graham, if you hear the name Billy Graham, I don't care if you're in China. If you say Billy Graham, people know that name. If there's, if there's life on the moon and you say Billy Graham, somebody will say, I know that name. Amen? The name, a humble man. A man that did thousands of crusades. Millions of people have come to the Lord because of Billy Graham's crusades. His name was Billy Graham. He had a name called Billy Graham, but he had a ministry, Billy Graham Ministries. See, there's a name attached to it, man. Amen. My grandmother in 1959, an African woman, gave her life to the Lord in Puerto Rico through a Billy Graham crusade. Matter of fact, when this first service was over, an older woman came up to me and told me that she got saved in 1959 also in the crusade because Billy Graham was going to all the islands. Yes. Hear the name Billy Graham, man. That's a good name. It's a good name. See, a name has the power to render good. A name has the power to render bad. There are some people who when you hear their name, you really don't want to be around them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> See, I know some, there's some pastors that when they come around New York and they're preaching somewhere, I will change my schedule to go there because I know that that man or woman is going to say something, they're going to drop something positive in my spirit. Amen. But there's some people, I hear that name, I don't want to be nowhere around them. A name could get you a job. You know the right dude or the right woman? They'll hook you up. You'll get a job. You'll get that money. I'll confess something to you. Uh, on Thursday, I was driving down 79, coming from Team Challenge, and I kind of had a heavy foot, you know? And next thing you know, I look at my rearview mirror, and there was a light. <laughs> my man pulled me over, man, you know. And uh, what's the first thing he asked me for? My license and registration. Why? He was checking out my name. Yeah. He wanted to see if I had a warrant, which I didn't. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> but praise God that when I opened my wallet to give him my license, he saw this, you know, and he gave me a break. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he gave me a ticket that's a warning that if I, he catch me again, I'm going to have a problem. Amen? You know, I remember when I was a chaplain to the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, for 22 years, and uh, a friend of mine came with his kids to the game, but he forgot his tickets. And he was trying to get in, he was trying to explain to the guy, I just forgot my tickets, man, you know? And he said, do you know Chaplain Willie Alfonso and the guy that runs the ticket is my boy, so he heard my name. So he said, you, you know Willie Alfonso? He says, yeah, so he went and he called me on the cell. He said, you know so-and-so? He said, I know so-and-so. He let him in. Now, don't you try that in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> All right? Because I can look at this crowd and see a couple of hustlers. All right? 
Because if you go to Yankee Stadium, you say, you know, Willie Alfonso, they're going to call security. All right? But don't be pulling that, man, because I know you people here in the band, you, man, there's a couple of hustlers out here. I know that. Man. I know that. Man. I know that. See, my, my name is Willie Alfonso, man, and I want to keep a good name. I want to keep a good name. I'm not no perfect dude, but I'm trying to perfect, perfect my walk with God. I'm trying to perfect that. Let me ask you a question this morning. How's your name doing? What do people think when they hear your name? What comes to the mind of people when they hear your name? Because you got a name too. Man, it got quiet in here. <laughs> you got a name. A couple of you guys looking at me like saying, man, why he bringing that up? Listen, check this out. I'm going to say it when I feel like it. If you don't like it, too bad. I'm not the pastor here. I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't care. Pastor Chris, I don't care. Uh, 25 minutes, I'll be getting in my car. <laughs> How's your name doing this morning? What comes to the mind of people when they hear your name? What comes to the mind of people when they hear my name? Amen? Because right. we have a name too. This church has a name, yeah. a value church. What comes to the mind of people when they hear a value church? Let me tell you what, what comes to my mind when I think of value church. This church is off the hook. I'm going to tell you right now, man, listen, if you know me, if you, if you know me just a little bit, you know I don't kiss up to nobody. I ain't kissing up. Hey, if I don't believe it, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. But I'll tell you something I will say. You see my man Chris, Pastor Chris, that's a godly man. That's a godly man. I travel... I travel all over this country. I speak in churches all over this country, man. And I can see the ones that are flaky. I can see the ones, you know, that really ain't, you know, they, they just playing church. You know, I, listen, man, I've seen it all. But my man Chris, Pastor Chris, you guys are blessed to have him as a pastor. You guys are blessed. You guys are blessed to have Pastor Rick here. Pastor Rick and I have been friends for over 20 years. I want to tell you, you have, a, you have a pastoral staff here that loves God, that loves you. They got a good name, man. Hallelujah. They got a good name. Are they perfect? No one is perfect, man, for Christ. The good man loves God, loves you guys, loves his wife, loves his children. Yeah, I, I love my wife. I'm stupid in love with my wife. My wife, last year, we celebrated 50 years married. 50 years, man. That woman stayed with me 50 years. She's crazy. When we get to heaven, she will live in a mansion. I'll live in the projects. <laughs> Apartment 5D, you know? 
that that woman stayed with me for 50 years? Man, you don't know me. You know, I'm a difficult dude, man, you know. I'm a difficult dude. <laughs> Proverbs 22.1 says, A good name is better than great riches. Better than all the money in the world. A good name is better than great riches. <coughs> better than great riches. Proverbs 18.10 says a name. My bad. Ezekiel 7.1 says a good name is better than precious oil. Better than fine perfume. Let me ask you a question. This morning, when God reaches his head down and he smells you, what does he smell? What does he smell? When he reaches down and he, because it says that, that, that a good name is better than fine perfume. It says it for a reason, man. It says it for a reason. God is going around smelling what does he smell when he smells you? What does he smell when he smells me? I want to have a good name. I want to have a good name. My wife has my name. My children have my name. My nephews have my name. My brother has my name. My sisters have my name. If I mess up my name, I mess up their name. I go to spring. Look, next week I'll be in spring training with the Yankees. I could stay in the four seasons. You ever stay in the four seasons? That hotel is off the hook. <laughs> Pastor Rick, I could stay in the four seasons hotel with the players. They have a telephone in the bathroom. This is my 28th year. I have never stayed in that hotel. Never. Not one time. You know why? It's really spiritual. The woman in the lobby, they're too fine. <laughs> hey, the woman in the lobby, they're too fine, man. And listen, I can't handle it. Oh, wait a minute, but you're a pastor. So what? So what? I can't handle it. So I get in the car. When I finish, I drive an hour and 20 minutes to Ocala, and I stay with my brother because I'm safe. Because I'm guarding my name. I'm guarding my name. There is no way in the world that Pastor Rick has to tell Pastor Chris that he can't invite me back because I went to spring training and got me a little something, something. Come on. I'm just saying, if you can't handle it, tough. I'm, listen, I'm no theologian, man. I am very transparent. I will tell you the truth. I'll tell you the truth, man. That name... Pastor, reverend, chaplain, don't help me none. It don't help me none. It don't do nothing for me. I know that I can't stay in no four seasons because I'm going to bang up my name. And I'm not having someone come and tell my wife that I did her wrong. 
I'm not having no one tell my three daughters that their father dishonored their mother. I ain't doing that. I'm not having my granddaughter that's 14 years old that's the love of my life. This girl's the love of my life, man. She loves my wife. I'm not having someone tell her your grandfather did your grandmother wrong. Ain't doing that, man. I guard my name. Guard my name. How's your name doing this morning? Don't get me wrong. Listen, you press the wrong button, you meet a different Pastor Willie. You know? No, I'm just saying, I've said before, hit my new car on the way out. You'll definitely meet a different Pastor Willie. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> you know, a year ago in March, um, I took an interview on Wall Street to be a chaplain to three brokerage houses. I went to the interview. The guy hired me on the spot. I want to tell you something right now. Yo, the money, they hooked the brother up, man. Oh, oh, money was good. Benefits, off the hook. I was driving home. I was saying, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You hooked the brother up. Oh, Lord, have mercy, man. The next day, Pastor Todd from Teen Challenge called me, wanted to have breakfast. Next day I had breakfast, he asked me would I be the pastor to Teen Challenge, the campus pastor. And the money was, <laughs> <laughs> there really ain't no money. Benefits, zero. I went home, told my wife. The wife said, you know what you got to do. And three days later, I called Wall Street and told them I was not going there, that I was going to Teen Challenge because I felt God say to me, I have taken care of you all these years, and it's your turn to give back. And so I've been, I've been the campus pastor for a year, and this church here has supported that ministry. That's why God's going to continuously bless you, man. But my question is here because I only have a few minutes left. What are you doing in this church? What are you doing in this church? Are you coming on Sunday and you're sitting down and that's it? That's it? You're getting fed? That's it? That's not Christianity, man. That's not a good name. God has called you to take your gifts and your talents, man, and use it for this ministry. God has called you to fan the flame of the gift that's in you. God has called you to stir up the gift that's in you and to serve this church. If you're a member of this church, if this is your church, you're supposed to be serving this church. I don't care if you're vacuuming. I don't care if you're cleaning the toilets. Listen, I've cleaned the toilets in my church for years. For years. I went then. Because God says, if I could trust you with the little things, I'll trust you with the greater things, man. I went, listen, listen, listen. I went from cleaning the toilet to walking into Yankee Stadium, man. That's God. That's God. Proverbs 18.10 says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. 
and the righteous run to it. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, man, and the righteous run to it. Are you running to it this morning? How's your name doing? What do people think when they hear your name, when they hear my name? You know, I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to Teen Challenge because first it takes me an hour to get myself together. I mean, this just doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, this, this takes time. You know, this takes time. Brother got to look good, got to represent New York, you know. This takes time. This takes at least an hour, hour and 15 minutes sometimes, but I really want to look good. Okay? I mean, look, look, wait, I'll give you a good profile. It takes me like an hour to get hooked up. Then I do my, my Bible study. I, you know, I read the Word of God. I do the one-year Bible. Then I have, you know, another book I read. Then I go into prayer. Then I take off around 5.15. You know, it takes me an hour and 15 minutes to get, teen to get the teen challenge. I want to be there when the guys are praying in the morning. Because I, I want to have a good name. You know, I could have went to Wall Street and made the buck. God has never, man, I've never been without. You know, I've been close, but God's been good. So I ask you again, how, how's your name doing? Everyone in this audience, in the balcony, we should be serving this church in some kind of way. If this is your church, you should be and if, you do, if you're not, shame on you. Shame on you. God said it. Shame on you. I say it in love. You know, I'm so grateful that men and women stood on a pulpit and challenged me when I was sitting I only want to close their eyes, bow their heads. And if, 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 you know, one of the great things about the Lord is that we could consistently rededicate ourselves to God. I, I have consistently rededicated myself to God, man. When I knew there were things in my life that wasn't right and I had to get right, I would just rededicate myself to God. And I'm going to give you an opportunity this morning just to rededicate yourself to the Lord. As your head is bowed and your eyes are closed, man, <clears throat> you can say, Lord, I know I'm not doing what I should be doing, God. I know I'm not serving the way I should be serving, God. But guess what? As of today, that's going to change. As of today, I'm going to take my gifts, I'm going to take my talents, and I'm going to serve God in my church. In one of the numerous ministries that are in this church, this is a phenomenal church. God is using this church in a phenomenal way. You have a phenomenal pastor. You have a phenomenal pastoral staff. You got people that love you and care for you. You should be serving in some kind of way. Lord, talk to him this morning. Lord, forgive me, Lord God. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a get with the program. I'm going to go and find out where I can serve in this church. And if that's you, would you raise a hand and say that's me? Don't be embarrassed. Hallelujah. Don't be embarrassed. Praise God. Praise God. 
Don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Up in the balcony. You know, as of today, I'm going to find out how I can serve my church. And when you're serving your church, you're serving God. Anybody else will raise their hand and say, that's me. Praise God. Hallelujah. And as your head is bowed and your eyes are closed, maybe, just maybe, you've never given your life to the Lord. This is your opportunity to get right with God. The Bible says the day of salvation is today. It's now. It's not tomorrow. I want to get in my car and go home. I may not make it. Today may be my last day. I'm giving you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus this morning. And if that's you, in the quietness of your seat, you could talk to the Lord. I don't care how old you are or how young you are. You could talk to God right now. You say to him, Lord, I know you went to the cross for me. Go ahead, talk to him. I know that all my sins were nailed to that cross. Forgive me, Lord. Talk to him. Forgive me. Come into my heart. Make me new. And if that's you, would you raise a hand? Say, that's me this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Anybody else will raise a hand and say, that's me. Praise God. Praise God. Anybody else? Come on. Come on. The Bible says, God says, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Listen, this is your opportunity. Don't blow it. I remember when I was sitting in that seat, that devil was telling me, stay sitting. And had I stayed in that seat, I wouldn't be who I am today. Anybody in that balcony raise their hand and say, that's me? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Listen, this is what I'm going to do. If you raise your hand, please do not be embarrassed. I want to pray for you. Meet me right here. Come on. Come on. Don't be embarrassed. I saw your hand. Don't be embarrassed. Please. I'm not trying to embarrass you. If you raise your hand, come here. I want to pray for you. Come here. Come on. Come on. Come. Come in the balcony. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for everyone to want to. Come on. Come down. I want to pray for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. That takes guts, man. Praise God. Praise God. That, that takes guts. You know, you really, if you want to really love God, right, you're going to be ashamed. No, come. Come down. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus.